I can't come here and die I can't come here and lose Got all this shit on my mind Like what the fuck I'm a day Work ain't paid me in time My baby just ripped me my mood No two just cut off my line Hi guys and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast I'm Jade And I'm Ez And today we're going to talk about church hurt Yeah instead of doing a how was your week What was the last thing you went to God about? My relationship with God is so, like, uh, interesting. Maybe it's not interesting, but interesting for me. In that, I don't know, fam. I feel like, without sounding mad, I am God. So I feel like all of my thoughts are interlinked. Like, every thought that I have, I go to God with. In terms of, like, intentionally went to God to, like, seek something... I don't know, fam. It's probably something to relate to peas, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably something related to money. Or, like, no, it was prob- very possibly, like, my goals for the year. And, like, just... I can't tell you. How about you? I think the last most significant time was a few days ago. I um was crying, man. I was crying and I... um was just feeling very like I was just feeling shit and it was all related to like career and stuff and I was like just in a bit of turmoil about like I was agonizing over something like should I sign this contract or should I not sign this contract obviously when you're in the, the workspace when you're working like with institutions you just like you just get gaslighted you just like people carry the company or the brand or the name on their head so yeah i was just feeling a a way and i was just agonizing over this particular thing and i just yeah i was really agonizing i think i went to god with that basically like what should i do kind of vibe i think that was the last thing that was really significant that i went to god with yeah it's interesting because even hearing you speak it's I'm just thinking about my own journey with faith and just how different (laughs) that how far from where I was Mm. how far where I am is from where I was Mm -hmm. with regards to like I genuinely feel like every thought that I manifest is in conversation with God in some way shape or form I probably hear you so like even this idea of like quote unquote going to God with a prayer or a thought or a desire and don't get me wrong like I definitely still do that and still see the value in that and still see how that is different from just my everyday thinking Mm. in certain ways but then Mm. in other ways I'm like that's maybe just the way that I look at that my relationship with self and God and yeah it's interesting still I hear you but yeah, this conception of church hurt. <laughs> Fam, the church hurt thing, it takes on very deep meaning for me. I grew up in the church. It's a very, like, I don't think it's an unfamiliar story in the black community. Mm. I grew up in the church. I say often that, like, I was raised on prayer okay. so that my mum didn't raise us. <laughs> like, she didn't physically do much. But she prayed, man. The woman prayed, didn't it? And I'm very much a product of my mother's prayers. 
I actually was born Catholic or I was born into a Catholic family. My dad was a staunch Catholic. He was a knight in the Catholic Church. My dad passed away when I was six. And we still went to Catholic Church and that. So I still had my Holy Communion. And then they decided to have my confirmation. When I was a child, we started going to Pentecostal churches. My mum was always Anglican. So my mum was raised Anglican. And as soon as my dad died, stopped going to Catholic Church and started going to Pentecostal churches. So I grew up in a Pentecostal church. Like, then my mum like, was very, like, redeemed. It's a denomination, it's a Nigerian, it's, it's a church that was started in Nigeria. Mm. And came out of, I think it came out of CAC. But anyway, so my mum was, like, very, like, redeemed and that's her thing. And then, like, yeah. So I had a strong relationship with the church growing up. Just by, like, default of being my mother's daughter. But then I also... I think I've always been very spiritual mm. from a very, very, very young age. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've, I've I've got memories of, like, pastors seeing things in me or, like, people, like, calling me out from the crowds to say that they saw something special or different in me. I think I've always been spiritual in it. And, yeah, and then I was in this church thing for a long while, I, I would say. I was, like, very much involved in the church, very much, like, sold into that bought into that idea of like faith and God being found in this way or through this means and I saw a lot I saw a lot when I was a a church goer and yeah and now I'm not in the church and now I'm very much like I would describe myself as spiritual and not in an airy fairy way Mm. so I think in this 2020 that we're in Law of Attraction, energies, all that stuff is Mm -hmm. nice. It sounds nice in it. But I genuinely feel like I'm very, like, spirit-led, consult spirit in everything I do. So not... And beyond, like, ah, my energies or my vibe or my... And not to... That's not even to discredit or to, like, say that people that are on that. But I feel like in a more intentional way, I am quite spiritual but don't have a relationship, well, have a negative relationship with the church at at present. Yeah, I think, um, conversely, I don't have a lot of, like, tangible roots when it comes to the church. My granny was Seventh-day Adventist. I think a lot of Trinidadians are Seventh-day Adventist. Obviously, she grew up in Trinidad. She spent her formative years in Trinidad. So, yeah, she was Seventh-day Adventist. And then she came... Then she converted to Catholicism and came to the UK. And she was a Catholic until she died. So a lot of our beliefs or what we did was sort of guided by what my granny was doing. In terms of, like, inside of my household, in terms of what my mum was dictating to me, there wasn't anything, like... Yeah, it wasn't a like, yeah, so we're praying or we're on this or we're on that. That wasn't really going in. That wasn't really happening. When it came to the household, particularly, there was a church. So from the ages of like maybe four years old to like 11, we lived on a particular estate. And um, at the end of, well, at the bottom of the hill, because it was on a hill actually, 
up Mother Hill there was a Church of England church um, and I remember going there a little bit when I was really young and then um, my mum met my stepdad and he was Catholic I believe um, well his family was Catholic anyway and we went to we started going to a Catholic church in the area and then my mum decided to like get baptised at like 30 odd I got baptised at like 10 years old so I actually wasn't baptised as a young child so I was baptised with my youngest sister so when she was before she turned one or around the time she turned one I was baptised too with her so we got baptised together so I feel like my spiritual life or my religious life was very like disjointed there wasn't any real grounding Um, I remember being quite young so early years of secondary school and my best friend from primary school used to go to UCKG (laughs) and I remember going there with her bear to the VYG (laughs) something just never felt quite right just there was just something that wasn't quite right and I think as I became older and that like more and more conscious of like people's interpretation and conception of God and bearing in mind that I went to a Catholic school I think I always attempted to consciously and actively seek God but in a way that was informed by what was going on around me and other people's conceptions and perceptions of God and religion and what have you but it was never in alignment with spirit so there was always something that just felt off or something that always felt very disjointed and that led throughout university even after university actually so my trajectory has been very different there hasn't ever been like anything that I was like following that was yeah like nothing that was sure it was very like floaty floaty went to a catholic school but my best friend was taking me to VYG and UCKG. Yeah, I find that really interesting. I'm actually sitting here and thinking about it, like my relationship with God and faith. I stand today really grateful for Christianity and the church to get to where I am in with regards to like my understanding of spirituality and faith. If I did not go on that intense journey with within the church, I wouldn't have the Con- even like the concept of God so even the idea of God being good like where did I learn that or even the idea of there being a God or even the idea of like me being able to pray and all of these kind of things these tools and skills I developed my framework for that was the church mm-hmm. I hear you. so I'm really grateful for the church for for, for that reason mm. but the church has shown me Pepe fam like, <laughs> <laughs> The church has dealt with me, like, in a way that, like, is really, it's really difficult to talk about openly. I was in the church world when, like, I feel like there was an era where, like, the church thing was a cool thing to do. And if even if I look at, like, majority of my friends and people that I consider family, so, like, people that I would call cousins that mm. I've grown up with from, like, very young or birth even... Mm-hmm. I met them in church, is it? Like, mm. I met them in church. And then, like, without going off on a tangent, I think about, that. Like, my mum... Obviously, my mum losing her partner when she lost her, her husband and was left with three children mm. and the church very much being a safe haven mm. and very much being a place where she, like... Even, like, if you look at, like, migration and, like, your, where, where you see your people, do you know what I mean? And where you can go on your knees to your God is these Pentecostal churches. And I can't discredit that or discount that in my journey. 
similarly I've also been like I also see like where the church has negatively my negative engagement with the church and the ways that I have been like ostracized or judged or not not held not not loved um but because I'm not willing to toe the line Mm. and that's it's hurtful still I don't feel like my mum ever attached herself or like came in alignment with with any of the spaces that you mentioned so I think that the church is key when it comes to like migrants and stuff and bearing in mind my mum is second gen yeah I think she would be classified as second gen so in terms of like the church is one key space is it yeah it's a significant space that migrants and first generation migrants find like they find their space they find their tribe in my mum just yeah that wasn't her experience and I think that I spent so much time feeling really like not dejected but disjointed maybe is a better adjective very disjointed because I was around a lot of people whose parents were very directly involved with their churches and so they by default as their kids as the kids of migrants were very connected with their churches Um, and my mom just wasn't really on that even her connection with blackness like I think back to my grandmother I don't think I ever heard my grandmother describe herself as a black woman and factually that wasn't even correct she wasn't she was mixed race factually and And mixed indian as well yeah as well even then exactly so if we really want to argue like we can really argue the case that she wasn't even black and so i feel like i've always felt a, a little bit of disjointedness and so my i feel like my relationship with god and my connection with god was like on my own back it was it was me it was always me but being young and wanting to like fit in with people I always sought to like cleave to people and cleave to what they were connected to the homes that they had carved out for themselves and um find a home essentially and so I did that through like trying out other people's churches constantly not knowing that actually like my connection with God was kind of available to me without following other people yeah even as as you're talking i'm I'm, fam this episode is is deep for me still um and why it's deep for me is because i'm thinking about i used to give my life quote unquote give my life to christ like every every (laughs) 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 nah jade i used to give my life to christ every auto call i will run there you know because <laughs> because yeah, I've always had such a deep, real, and strong connection with God. But obviously, if the framework for which I am accessing that yeah. is telling me that everything about me is wrong, so I lived a long period like a lot of my life. I've lived majority of my life. I'm only twenty six. Majority of my life, 
I have lived believing that God is not happy with me mm. or God is like God wants to change me and don't get it twisted like mm. God wants to change me Do you know what I mean God definitely does want to change me but not more than but the, not the people you're threatening yeah not beyond and above like my yes I've lived a lot of my life like with that turmoil running to the altar i'm grateful to my church i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name my church that i grew up in but i'm grateful to it because um i grew up in an era and it's different now so i've I've taught in my church in the church that i would call my church as an adult i've taught there but Mm. the era that i grew up in we were encouraged to ask questions and we were encouraged to like really match what pastors are saying up to the to the bible and yada 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 so i feel like i learned critical thinking in a real way in church so i wasn't ever spoon fed and i'm grateful for that that one that's something that i give thanks to the leadership of that institution for because we were encouraged to like question everything and dissect and understand it for ourselves and how it relates to our lives but even with that said it was always within the parameters of like this being true Mm. so it was always within the parameters of that ah oh, jesus is god basically there was some some things that you just don't question mm. so don't mm-hmm. question sexuality don't question like there's there's some things that is like that's you're going too far you're oh, moving mad. Um, yeah do you know what i mean you're going you're moving mad and as i have grown and as my relationship with god strengthened i felt god taking me on a journey which was outside of those parameters and I found it's sad you know nice sad do you know what's okay so I did my A-levels we were encouraged to pick four subjects and the last subject I never talk about that I did was critical thinking I did critical thinking okay they encouraged us to do four I picked critical thinking I failed it and I always think about it now as as an adult in my late 20s because I always think that they tried to teach us what they undid in uh, what they spent years undoing in us the capacity to be able to think critically and I think about my trajectory when it comes to institutions or my relationship with institutions I think about my relationship with school I think about my relationship with religion and one thing that really 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 stands out about you is your capacity to think critically and step outside of the group think to step outside of what they're herding us to like believe and follow but yeah. I, can't, I can't own that i can't own like i can't see him be like yeah 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 that's me yeah, With, no, like without that. it without giving full credit to so the institution that read that in me in some yeah yeah it, to, to be socialized in that way and like whatever helped to socialize you whether it was your mum and your dad or whatever it was like credence to them like do you know what i mean mm-hmm kudos to them but it's just so interesting that because essentially religion as an institution and like education as an institution the workplace as an institution all of those things want to draw you away to being able to think critically in, in many I, in many I ways. think all of the ways that we I, well I speak for myself all the ways that I have engaged with those things or all of the ways I've been encouraged to engage with those things yes but I think as 
like st- on a standalone thing, I was coming back to the church. I don't think on a standalone thing. So like when I look at my brother, my oldest brother, mm-hmm. he's Catholic and he's very Catholic mm-hmm. and he's like raising his daughter to be Catholic and his wife who was either atheist or agnostic when they met is now a confirmed Catholic. And it's very interesting because I look at their lives and they don't have the constraints that I had when I was mm. a active member of the Pentecostal. Mm. I think that was a real niche interpretation of church and God and the Bible. Okay. I and I feel that, that my exposure to that is what led me to feel all of the negative feelings that I have now. So do you now. think culture was a big... Major, a major. Role? Like, major. I, don't, I can't divorce the two. Like, I can't divorce, mm. like... In my experience with the church, I can't divorce my relationship with the church from culture. It was very much... In fact, I went to Nigerian churches. Mm. My mum, there was... When we were very, 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 very young, and my dad had just died, we went to a um, Ghanaian Pentecostal church. Actually, when I think about that church, yeah, how tight them, man, you know? Like, no, on the real, like, when I think about church and what I think about, like... So the pastors were very much like supportive of my mum through that period. Okay. I forgot. It was called Praise Chapel. It was Ghanaian. It was a Ghanaian. Well, the pastors were Ghanaian, and they were they were real. Like they were very real, and they like supported my mum through. Obviously, I was a. I don't have an adult. I've not. I've not encountered that space as an adult. Mm -hmm. So I my my lens is very much like. I'm looking at it as a as a as a yeah. child, but I I remember the what I remember is the love mm. and the lack of judgment and the lack of like it just felt like a very loving space mm. and my mum felt very supported through that. But I can't. It's it's mad because when I think about the church thing, it's deep for me because I I love God with my life with my yeah. everything in me, and I so I love God number one number two i'm very aware of like the the role that the church has played in even getting me to a place where i'm here where where i am where i am with god mm-hmm. so i'm not i can't it's like bear love hate i can't even be like ah oh, f the church or that like, ah mm-hmm. oh, burn the church because i know that the role the significant role the church has played in my identity mm-hmm my most valued relationships were formed in the church or in the context of church so I can't hate it but then I hate it fam I hate them (laughs) like I hate I hate the judgment that I feel from them I hate the myopic view of the world I hate the hatred that I, I believe I was exposed to or is taught within that institution I hate like the not practicing what you preach Mm. it's a childlike hatred like it's a childlike but you promised you would be this Mm. like you told me you would be my safe haven like you told me you would be you would fix me you would you would be home you you would yeah and and that's that wasn't my it didn't end up being my experience my relationship is so much more nuanced and complex and i but i think i am the I'm the consistent element in it all. So um, I had always been in like a place of seeking, like seeking, seeking some like resolve, seeking some like just something to offset what I was feeling 
what I was thinking subconsciously about self, about family, about, yeah, my world. And then I went to university and I had sort of like adopted this conception of like the world. And I thought like the right thing to do was to remain a virgin and to like get married and be in the church, like be committed to church. And I think I was severely depressed throughout my degree. And in some regards, I feel like church and seeking like belonging and the Lord was the one thing that kept me going. I got to the third year and I lost my virginity. And um, I just believe it was my internalized view and belief of God and that being synonymous with like this religion and church the three things being all one thing that really shaked me essentially and I remember losing my virginity and just like that guilt taking over my entire existence and I was so deeply and severely depressed thereafter um and I just remember like feeling like the reason why you can't get out of bed or the reason why you're not getting up for your 9am lectures the reason why you don't have the motivation to do your work, the reason why you don't have the motivation to pursue a first class is because you had sex. It's not because of your view of yourself. It's not because of this internalised belief about yourself now that is informed by your conception of religion and God. It's, it is directly your action, your action, you ride in the dick. That means <laughs> that... <laughs> that you cannot now get this first or you cannot now pursue this degree in the way that you're pursuing it in your first year um, and your second year. But yeah. But I think that, that a lot of that is down to a lazy way of teaching church or a lazy way of like teaching about God. So it's interesting because I read the Bible now with really fresh eyes and I think Christians well I'll talk for myself let me not talk for, um, for them man yeah. I'll speak for me but when I was Christian I would read the Bible obviously I was Christian I was raised in the church so I knew what the Bible said quote unquote yeah. like I, I, had, I knew what they thought the Bible said mm-hmm. but basically you're either reading the Bible to confirm your belief essentially so it's almost like you're looking at the text so you believe let's say i believe the sky is pink Mm. and i'm looking through the text to see evidence of whether where it tells me the sky is pink okay and i think that oftentimes the way that it's taught often not always because there are some really like i've got friends that belong to churches or belong to like denominations that i think are very like if i was still christian even saying that sounds mad but if i was still christian that's where I would I would I, I would be a part of that thing because they don't think like this. Mm. But uh, generally speaking, most Pentecostal churches, in my experience, have they they ascribe to that where they're trying to kind of confirm what they think, mm. and that encourages groupthink. That encourages like we all think that X, Y, or Z. It doesn't encourage critical thinking. Mm. But then I do think that there are when you read me reading the bible today with the beliefs that i hold today if number one it's a beautiful book it's a book in my view it's a book ordained by god in my view mm. um and it there's a lot to learn from it but it just doesn't say what i thought it said 
it just doesn't say that and it's like when I'm reading it oh what what do you what are you actually saying it doesn't say some of the things that I thought that it said um if you read it and like so I'm without like reading it to oh yeah you've got to read it and then you've got to read like it's a it's a book that it is a book that continues to give life or continues to like I find new meaning in but again it's interesting that where my mindset has changed it I'm seeing different things I've never read the bible as an adult I've not read it as an adult I've not studied it as an adult I've not touched it as an adult if I'm gonna be very very honest so I've done the whole like downloading the bible app letting them send notification of verse of the day like as an adult I've done all of that but I've not taken the time to really connect with the Bible as an adult at all. I think the one thing that's probably put me off of religion is um, the conception that like, basically I had a friend and I just remember us like bucking heads over one of her brethren's dating someone that was Muslim. Oh, yeah. and her having this perception that like you can't date someone that's Muslim because they're going to go to hell that just yeah it's bare sad you know because most of my friends are Christian still it's so even saying a lot of what I'm saying one of my best friends is married to a pastor and she's very Christian and very like conservative Christian traditional Christian so even like me and her don't really talk about religion anymore. We talk, we still talk about God, and she knows me in it. So anyone that knows me knows in it. Mm. But then I feel like she chooses to Ray Charles a lot of a lot of this part of the journey that I've been on. Similarly, I think I choose to like Ray Charles. Hurting. Uh, yeah, like we just like don't talk about it. Innit? I'm so conscious though because I'm really conscious that um the self-righteousness that I see in like a lot of Christians that I am now adopting it because I think they're dumb yeah like a lot of Christians I think you like you're really dumb and I feel sad because like you have limited your capacity to like think critically and to just outthink this group think thing on one level I used to think that I think I've gone through lots of different stages mm. with my journey with faith I used to feel like oh you are so dumb I'm so right you're so yeah, wrong I'm so and now actually I think I am very like every, again it's very it's seasonal and like and what, what I mean by that is if it works for you essentially mm. we're all trying to do the thing that brings us the most peace I don't have so I think often about like my relationship with Jesus and when I'm questioned on that I don't know what to say I don't know I don't know because I have prayed in the name of Jesus Mm. and I have seen mountains move Mm. like and I'm not going to pretend that I haven't Mm. but I can also now from an intellectual standpoint make sense of that outside of it being the quote-unquote jesus or the do you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i can't discredit my experience mm. do you know what i mean so i don't know where i stand i don't know where i stand when it comes to jesus i don't know um and that and also that and not just when it comes to jesus there's so many things that i don't know mm. and i think that 
part of like something that's very anti-christian not anti-christian but something that christians are not good at is not knowing so i think christianity the myth of christianity is that we know all things Mm. we've got the answer to everything um Mm. and there's an yeah it's like trying to kind of figure out and da 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 anyway i say all of that to say difference if it works for them so if i like there's christians that i know there's friends that i have that are christian that i'm not even on a like oh why do you think that or like because it works for them they're at peace what I don't like is the fact that me, in, I am more at peace today than I have ever been in my mm. life. Why are you not happy for me? Yeah. So for my Christian friends that are still like trying to convert me back to something or like very patronising in there, oh, I'm going to pray for you. Mm. I'm praying for you, my G. Like we're mm. praying for each other. I don't like that. But I think that there are some people that actually they don't have answers the same way I don't have all the answers mm. in my like what I don't have a framework for what I believe and there's so many loopholes and there's so many like dead ends mm. I don't know mm. and they'll get to a point where it's like I don't know mm-hmm. um, in the same way that I don't think they know do you know what I mean mm. and there's some people that are willing to admit I don't know and for those people I don't feel that they're dumb I don't pity mm-hmm. them because faith in and of itself can be deemed by someone that doesn't have faith as dumb um, and I and I get that argument as well. Yeah, man, I hear you. I think um, we had two teachers in particular when we was in school who were proper on a like, let's have a conversation thing. So they their lessons, if you had these two particular teachers for RE, all they did was show us films and it was a lot around life and death, euthanasia, the, mm. the euthanasia conversation a lot around life and death a lot about like life by design or like our existences as like designed by god they just proper wanted us to think and like they wanted to converse with us and like just be in conversation and as an adult i've not connected with people like that who are just on having conversation like having open-ended conversation so nobody knows the answers because we're not god we just have a conception of god we have a belief that god is these things or these are adjectives that we that we sort of assign him with so omniscient and and omnipotent and benevolent and what have you but we as like human beings that's all we really have of god everything else is us connecting like that's from your belief standpoint so from a christian standpoint mm. you believe you know Mm-hmm. do you see what I'm saying mm. and it's a bit different but I think the belief that you know is something that's very personal when in touch. so in my experience as I was saying before it's like you know Jade but this is all to do with you it's not something that you've got to now reach out for so you don't have to go and follow your brethren to church you don't need to now follow your brethren whose mum is but you know that because of your journey Mm. do you see what I'm saying mm. and part of that journey was following your brethren to church yeah I hear you so I only know what I know like I know, I know, and I don't know. I can't really talk on like the characteristics of God too, 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 too tough. Mm. Um, I can't really talk on like I can't talk. I can't talk too much. Like I can't project. That's something I can't do with my faith. Is that ah, oh, this is that I can't make blanket statements. Mm. I know for me. Yeah. So I know what it looks yeah. like for me. I know that when I get certain feelings in my stomach, what that means. I know that when I'm praying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I know when like God shuts things down and it's like God saying no. I know my relationship with God in it. And I can talk very confidently on that, but I can't project that out into others. So I can't mm. say, oh, your God, like your God is telling you to, or, or the God of the earth is saying that you should move, unless I feel very clearly directed in that mm, in that mm, way. Mm, mm, mm. But I think that my that's my relationship with God. Do you see what I'm saying? That's like, that's, whereas if you're talking from a, a more religious standpoint, there's books that they follow yeah. that tell them. I hear you. I do. And even as you're saying it, so in my mind, I'm like, yeah, like, that's what God... That's what your relationship's meant to be with God. Like, yeah, man, we're meant to have, like, a very personal relationship. It's not meant to be... Like, I'm not meant to tell you what your relationship with God is supposed to be or what it's supposed to look like or how you're supposed to feel when da 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 Because as you're talking, I'm imagining somebody that... I'm imagining the people people that I've known or people that I even still know that will come and be like oh no yeah that that feeling that you feel in your belly how do you know though I'm in support of that gut feeling I'm in support in that the physical the feelings that you're feeling in your body I'm in support of like even if it's a voice that you, I'm in support of that I'm in support of what you're feeling on a personal level I'm, su- I'm in support of the confidence that you have that it's God that's communicating through whatever means I'm in support of that but even that in and of itself me in support of that and co-signing that is is the same thing that they're doing exactly do you know it's what I mean? faith yeah it comes down to faith because yeah. you don't know nothing it, yeah. i could just just eat yeah, and something yeah, funny yeah, and my yeah, belly's yeah, feeling funny yeah, and yeah, i'm interpreting yeah, yeah. it as a, a b or c and i think coming back to like the term church hurt i think my hurt when i look at the church i feel like i gave so much of myself to it i feel like i really bought into it i bought into it and it didn't buy into me and i feel like i had questions that it didn't answer for me I feel like to this day, like, I feel very judged in that space. I feel very, like, I genuinely feel, like, on um, Jesus is King, yeah, Kanye's album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be the first one to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loves me. Like, I genuinely feel like Christians are so judgmental. Gen- I'm generalizing. I'm I'm really 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 so. really generalizing because I have Christian friends that are not in the slightest bit judgmental. Mm. Um, but generally speaking, so judgmental. They like don't listen to me. You're not listening to me. Very much discount. But you've just like mm. judged that. Even when we were away, like yeah. one of like a, a friend essentially, or like a. F- yeah a someone friend, yeah. a friend essentially we were talking about faith or whatever and it's just very it was very like condescending her standpoint was very like from a like real belief that she's right you're not listening to me mm. um i think there was even a point where we were talking about oh what do you believe about life after death and i i said i don't know and again i'm really comfortable with not knowing um i was like i don't know i was like the thing that probably rings truest to me is reincarnation and there was like she almost mocked me like oh that's dumb like how can you think of reincarnation so what do you think that the spirit comes in i was like so what do you think then about when when does the spirit enter the body and she doesn't know so that's so why is mine dumb because you don't know like you don't know at what point the spirit enters the body so uh, is the embryo like is the egg got a spirit in it you don't know but it's like you're so strong in your belief which on one level is admirable 
and then on another level it's just dumb mm. like you're strong in the belief that you haven't fully 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 dissected mm. you're so confident that I'm wrong and you're right mm. and it's more about you being wrong and you being right and me being wrong than it is about you getting to the truth mm. and I think that's my main the main source of that pain for me when it comes to faith and Christianity particularly because that's the religion that I've had most encounters mm-hmm. with is that you're more you're more interested in being right than you are getting to truth mm. I think that's a dope note to end it on you know I can't lie but yeah man nah man it's hurt me still it's actually hurt me cause I love them man I love them and they just didn't love me anymore when I stopped mm. thinking like them when I stopped acting like them when I stopped judging like them when I stopped being homophobic like them when I stopped hating like them they just stopped loving me and they just and like if I even look at like my pastors fam it's, it's, it's mad but you're right this is yeah we just wrap it up but if <laughs> it's a very deep one the church hurting for me it's very very deep extremely thanks for listening guys thanks, guys I can't come here and die I can't come here and live Got all this shit on my mind Like what the fuck I'm a day Work ain't paid me in time My baby just ripped me my mood Oh two just cut off my life